Hey everyone, welcome to Garage Talk. I'm Conrad. Let's go. I'm Ted. It's time to rock and roll. Couple special guests here. They've been on before. Yes, they have. Couple of good young men here. Very, very. We got Dalton Bishop and Heisman Skeens. A couple fast, fast guys. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on who you're talking to, I guess. (laughs) Faster than me. All right, let's jump right into it. Dalton, we'll go through you real quick, okay? A couple weeks ago, you got to do something that you've never did before, right? Tell us about that. Yeah, so we were at Gassity Speedway last Saturday. Um, they normally race on Fridays. We was there for a Saturday race, and I was just there to help out, you know, like I normally do every week with my dad. And um, one of the guys that he races for um, owns two cars, and then he races for another guy that owns a car. So he normally does double duty. And uh, there was a medical issue with one of the car owners, and uh, it, Dad was like, well, I'm not going to race. I'm going to make sure that he's taken care of, and we're going to get his cars and stuff loaded up and get it back to the shop. And the other guy's just sitting there, and his car's sitting. And, I mean, he lives an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes away. He drove all that way. Dad's going to race, and now he's not going to race. So his car's just sitting there, and Dad was like, uh, just put him in it. And... Uh, he him, at, him meaning you. Yeah. Okay. So he looked at me and was like, uh, you want to drive it? And I was like, well, it's your car. I mean, it's it's up to you. I mean, I'll drive it if you want me to. And he said, yeah, drive it. I was like, okay, there's one issue is I don't have my stuff, you know, as far as my gear goes. I'm going to have to run home and get it. And he's like, well, how long is that going to take? And I was, I was like, well, about five minutes. And uh, <laughs> so he's like, all right, go get it. And uh, thank the Lord. Uh, two of the police officers were at the racetrack. Um, I'm sure I broke many records as far as speed limit goes going to get my stuff. Because, I mean, at that point, it was, you know, they already had the driver's meeting, and I'm in the third group, and there's not very many uh, cars in, in the class in front of me. So I'm going, like, now. So I, I no longer get to the, the house, get my stuff, get back to the track, I, I, like, you're not supposed to pull your normal vehicle in the pits, and they're, like, trying to stop me. So I, I like, wave at them. I'm like, hey, you know. <laughs> I knew what they meant, but I, I was like, I'm going through. And I pull in beside the trailer, get out, run into the trailer, change into my, my clothes, get in the seat. Well, we had to take the seat cover out because I'm bigger than my dad, and uh, that seat cover adds a few extra, I don't know, inches or whatever because of the padding. So we took it out, so I'm sitting on pure aluminum now. And I, I get in the seat, and I no longer get buckled in. My group's going on the track. I've never been in the car ever before. I'm just back up onto the track, and I jumped into the deep end of the pool. Man, it's kind of like Conrad said. We were talking before you guys got here. He's like, it must have been like, ready, set, go. Oh, it was For like you. I'm, I've never went to the racetrack and, and ended up racing like that because normally I try to prepare myself mentally and just kind of, relax throughout the day and just mentally lock in and i had no time for that it was like just a hundred mile an hour from start to finish like i felt like i was running around like a chicken with my head cut off any panic uh not i at first when i was going to get my equipment uh just because i didn't want to miss i mean qualifying is everything and i knew i probably wasn't going to out qualify these guys i've never drove the car before but I still didn't want to miss the opportunity to get some laps. Now, what class of car was this? Uh, it's a modified. It's about anywhere from, there's guys with 600 up to probably 850, 900 horsepower engine, uh, aluminum heads and, you know, stuff like that. And 2,400 pound car uh, is the minimum weight. I mean, you're talking down the straightaway someone who like wins races probably 100 110 on a good night down the straightaway at gas city wow into the corner so that's like real quick oh it's faster than anything i've ever drove i mean it's a night and day difference from anything i've ever raced before you ever experienced anything like that heisman just being thrown into uh kind of my first week uh my first week with the street stock we were supposed to go test and tune it so i could get a feel for it the week before and unfortunately, it got rained out, and the season started the next week. So mine wasn't as fast as his. I at least knew I was going to be racing it, so I got to be able to prepare a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, my first night driving the street stop was the first day I showed up there for the first race. So, you know, a little something like that, but not thrown into it like Dalton was. 
Because I can only imagine like the anxiety. I would I would be full blown. I was more just like kind of shocked. Just be, for one, I've always wanted to race a modified, so like I was. For, I'm shocked. A, I'm, this is actually happening, and yeah. B, I'm like, dude, like I don't. My, my, I'm all over the place, yeah. like mentally, because I mean I, I'm sitting here with a guy I come to the racetrack every week now he's leaving going to the hospital yeah and uh you know my dad's freaking out and you know the other guys are all they're all wound up and you know it's it was just complete chaos for about an hour after all that happened and finally like I went out and qualified and I come back and I was finally able to just take a deep breath and it was like man now let's race you know. And you made it through everything, the race, the qualifying, everything, no problems. Yeah, I mean, it, qualifying was, uh, I was slow. I mean, I'll just put it to you like that. I was slow. Um, I was two seconds slower mm-hmm. than the guy that was fastest in my group. And I, I mean, for me, that's unacceptable. For most people, they're like, oh, you still didn't do too bad. But for me, that was unacceptable. And I knew right away that I wasn't going to go out there and set the world on fire. But to be two seconds slower was you know, kicking the balls to me. So I went back and just kind of got my bearings. And when we went out for the heat race, I was like, I'm going to turn up the wick a little bit. And I did, made a mistake, learned from that. And then we went out in the in the main event and started 18th and got 9th. I mean, got a top 10, nothing got tore up. And I was pretty happy, especially with how rough the track was that night. Good. That's good. That says a lot about your dad, though. Yeah. When, when somebody has a, a medical issue, you know, Racing is not the first thing on his mind. It's, it's that person, right? And that's that's very, yeah. very admirable. What well, apparently he thinks a lot of you because like he just points out in the crowd he'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I, and I, it's if I hadn't raced before, he probably would have never said, "Yeah, just put him in the car." Because I mean, to just go from never racing and jumping in one of those cars is already crazy. But to go from racing a you know a street stock and not to bash guys that race street stocks i mean because they're challenging in their in themselves but to go from that into a modified with no experience right already just mind-boggling and it's like you you know how to race from driving the street stock like i knew like getting in the car like i know how to race but this isn't even close so I was like, okay, let's see what translates from that car to this car. And then I go out there and nothing translates other than I know how to go around the track. So, <laughs> I mean, no, not like Heisman for like, just to use him as an example, like there's no doubt that I think he could get in that car and go race it. I mean, he's raced, he knows how to race. Yeah. He, I mean, we talked about racing, and he's brought it up even in, in a previous podcast, like just knowing how they drive on that gives you an idea on how they're going to drive there but right getting in it and experiencing all the the rear end movement and the power ratio i mean you're talking 800 horsepower on an eight inch tire you're trying to get it hooked up right and you just go out there and hold it wide open you're you're not going anywhere so yeah. there's a lot going on yeah not to n- no pun intended let's switch gears here because i'm real anxious to ask this young man heisman you got some of your first W's, right, recently? Yeah, some of my first wins at Gas City the last couple of weeks. That's that's pretty exciting. How'd two, that first two in a row? Two in a row. Two in a row? Yep. How'd that first one feel? Because I'll tell you, the picture looks like <laughs> you're about to blow up. <laughs> yeah, the first one, especially because, you know, all our sponsors are, you know, local businesses here in Gas City. So getting, yeah. that, getting that win at Gas City kind of meant a little bit more than the other wins just because, you know... That's what we've been trying to do the last two years is just win at Gas City in front of, you know, all the people that support us. Oh, I'm going to interrupt him for a second. He didn't win. He left him. Like, <laughs> like when he was in the lead, it wasn't like he was racing the cars. He was racing the track. I mean, he was in another zip code. Really? Yeah, I mean, obviously you got no mirrors on the thing. You can't really tell other than hearing. And I just wanted to make sure you got the win rather than cutting it close. So, yeah, I mean. It just means means a little bit more winning at Gas City, you know, with all the, you know, local sponsors, you know, all the family that's in Gas City that comes to watch. So yeah. it, just, it was definitely really exciting, especially in the new car to just finally get over that hump and 
be able to get a win. Well, I know right here, man, as soon as you did it that next day, me and Ted talked about it. We were, like, so happy and, and like, you know, we're, we're, we're really uh, homers, I guess, but we're, <laughs> we're very prideful of you guys, you know, when you guys accomplish Definitely. something. So we were, like, super excited for you. We were super excited for you to, like, I don't want to say step out of your comfort zone. But, uh, it was you, definitely out of my comfort zone. <laughs> but, like, you know, and then for you to go and do it again. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. Obviously, you don't expect, I mean, you expect to do well. You don't mm-hmm. ever go into a week and say, you know, let's battle for third place this week. You obviously want to win every single week. And sometimes you're battling other cars. Sometimes it's like Dalton said, like last week, the track was a little rough. So mm-hmm. you got to worry about, you know, if you hit this bump it'll throw you into the wall or you know there's a lot of different things you're battling so honestly it's that same excitement from your first win Mm -hmm. is how it is every other win just trying to stay on top and you know it's a struggle you know we work all all throughout the week and try to get things prepared and then obviously if something happens at the track you gotta work on the fly and yeah there's just a lot that goes into it like dalton said and you know it's always exciting to win how happy was your mom Happy or relieved? She's, she's pretty, <laughs> oh, really? She, you know, she's she's, she's yeah, pretty she, happy. She's a pretty much a nervous wreck all week, and then once we're at the track, even nervousness ramps up a little bit. And then yeah. once it's finally over, she can celebrate and relax, and then wait yeah. for it to come around next week. That's awesome. So, it, so everybody throughout the week, the last couple of weeks, they just they had your car just ready, right? They, everything yeah, yeah, right. The, so. The car we run at Gas City is the four-cylinder Hornet. We, that's not too much maintenance unless we absolutely destroy it, which I have before. Not this year. <laughs> uh, but the street stock, I've had a couple rough weeks with that. You know, I've had to put new bumpers and new radiators in it. So we've done more work on that for the Saturday races, which thankfully we didn't have to do any work on it last week because we raced the other car at Gas City. But, yeah, we've been working pretty hard this week to get them both ready because I'm going to run them both tonight at Montpelier. So, who, who are the who like your pit crew? Who who are those guys? Pit crew is my dad Eric, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeremy Jones, yeah. who races with us, owns the other yeah. car, and then uh, Ryan Horn. Yes, yeah. basically all we got us four. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine Horvath helps out a ton. You know, she'll show up at one of our houses. You know, she'll text us, "Hey, you race yeah. working on the car this week?" And yeah, she'll be out there helping. You know, wash it, put stuff on. So, yeah, I mean, we got a group of about four or five that yeah. consistently work on it week in and week out. Jasmine's a pretty hardworking kid. Yeah, I, I just want to, for a second, got to shout her out, too, from, from last week because yeah. she was uh, running around letting the track officials and stuff know that Dad wasn't running, I was running, and then I got there, and I got in the car and was all wound up and didn't even have my helmet, so <laughs> she <laughs> ran back in the trailer, got my helmet, and yeah. got the receiver put in it. And yeah. she, I mean, so, yeah, she she's... A huge help. She, I think she just. I mean, she's like us. She loves racing, and she yeah. she'll take the shirt off her back to help somebody. Yeah, I mean, uh, when when she was in high school, she was one of my favorite girls basketball players. When she played, yeah. she she was one of those people who just uh, a, a team person. Whatever right. it took for the team, I think that's that's pretty cool to have those kind of people around. You gotta be careful because one time I forgot my helmet too, and <laughs> nine months later I had a kid. <laughs> That's a different helmet. <laughs> a, little, a little different. Uh, yeah, that, that's more of a bumper, isn't it? <laughs> but, hey, so, somebody's got to be a comedian sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. uh yeah, so I think it was real cool for you guys to get the those W's. But I want to talk more about this uh, I racing. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, I like if they had a, a video game, I, I think that would be cool to play. Because yeah, your video game is like a lot more expensive, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we kind of uh, actually they are coming out with an I racing <laughs> game. They are. Yeah, really? we kind. I don't know. We kind of just went. Like I said, you know, in the last podcast, you got dudes that could spend. $300 and can easily do what I'm doing. We just decided to, you know, get a seat to try to give it at least a, you know, halfway real feel, but you yeah. you don't have to. There's a dude that play that game professionally that just have a chair and will put a wheel and pedals under a desk. 
So you, you don't have to go all out. And then there's some guys, obviously, you see pro drivers spend forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 on a big simulator rig that moves. And, I mean, that's, that's what I love about it. That game is you have dudes that spend... Two hundred dollars playing it are just as good as guys that spend fifty grand on something to make it look cool. It definitely levels the playing field as far as that goes, like the money aspect of it. Because in real racing, if you're the guy spending two hundred dollars, you're probably uh, five laps down, you know. But on there, like, I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, it, let me tell you how competitive <laughs> Heisman and I are on that i racing. I mean, dude, it's like it's. I don't know. It's a simulator. It's a game. Whatever you want to call it. But can you talk to each other? Yeah, what yeah. Like mean? so, we get in like Discord or whatever, and yeah. we we'll talk back and forth. And like, it, it gets to the point where like, so you, they have official races. What they call official races. It's to build your license. Uh-huh. And once you get like a pro license, and you can start racing for like big money. So for like two and a half, three years now, we've been trying to build our license up. And it's not just as easy as getting on there and going in a race and racing and now your license goes up you can't touch a car you can't hit another car you can't spin out i mean this you got to finish good stuff like that and you know we'll we'll be in the same race because we'll try to coordinate like hey are you in this race and then we'll get in and race with each other and like it it's to the point sometimes where like i want to rip my steering wheel <laughs> off the table and just smash it right through the screen like i'm yelling i'm like what are you doing like and then I got to tell myself, all right, it's a game, you know. Like I, I get heated oh, real yeah. quick. I feel that. My thing, <laughs> my thing, especially with the game is those official races. Is you have, you can join it and do like thirty minutes of practice, and then like the whole shebang until it gets done is you're in a lobby for like an hour and a half, and that's assuming you finish the race. So if you spend an hour in there and then you make it two laps and crash. Like Dalton said, you want to rip the steering wheel off and just spike something because you just wasted an hour doing nothing. So, uh, man, just wondering. I mean, I'm uh, just wondering, like, okay, so I play Madden and Call of Duty and stuff, and nothing is worse than having, like, a 10-year-old a talk trash to you <laughs> and, and, and really, like, kicking your butt. Is is there anybody in there talking trash? I mean, there's little kids in there, and it's not really talking trash because they're probably they're not beating you. They're they're more or less driving through the infield like <laughs> at 150 mile an hour and smoking you and wrecking you into the wall. And you're like, "What are you doing?" You know, they get their real kid squeaky voice and start talking to you. And I'm like, you know, just the other day. I mean, and I'm not scared to admit it because I said it to a kid. I was like. Once you get in a real race car and bust your damn head, and, and you're going to realize that it ain't all about driving to the infield and smoking somebody. Like, you drive a real race car and do this, you're going to find out that <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> I mean, other games they could do that, and they're wasting their time. They're, I mean, they're wasting their parents' money yeah. that, who spent probably, you know, one of the, they're, they're the kind of kid that their parents spent $6,000 for them to have the nicest rig that's possible, and they're just in there to wreck people and just. I don't know. Like, I get so aggravated. Like, there's a mute option, like, where you can mute <laughs> that kid. And, like, there's some lobbies, like, you'll get in there with actual guys who are professional racers, and they'll be in there asking them 50 questions, and that person just keeps talking. I'm like, mute. Like, just shut up. <laughs> just, just race. Well, maybe you two could start a little side gig here, and you start teaching these younger kids how to do this eye racing. <laughs> There's not enough hours in the day. (laughs) No, I'm serious because when me and Heisman first started, like, we couldn't make a lap. Like, we were wrecking nonstop. And we would, like, you don't realize how fast time goes when you're on there. Because, like, we would sit down of an evening and get on there and race with each other. And it'd be 6, 7 o'clock. And... We're like, all right, we're going to go to bed. And we look down, and it's 3 a.m. Oh, my goodness. I thought you was going to say, and then <laughs> all of a sudden we hear birds chirping. <laughs> that was the first time I even saw. Obviously, I saw the pros do iRacing, but mm-hmm. me and Dalton worked together one summer. And he's like, hey, I got this set up at my house. You want to come play a little bit? So we went over there after the work, after work, and, you know, we get to playing, and it's four hours gone by. And I'm like, oh, I got to get home. <laughs> and obviously, now that we both have our own thing, you know, there's times where it would be – just me and him screwing around and just turning laps. Just us two in there for six hours, you know, five and a half hours. And you just, just takes a lot of time. 
I mean, it, it gets to the point, like, I mean, you know, both of us obviously were super competitive, and I don't want to lose in anything I do. So, like, there's a guy who's he's the best racer in the world. And we did, like, a, a, a class, more or less, like a, a school class with him. And he, like, you're racing the same setup as he is. And you go out there and turn a lap. And then he goes out there on the same setup and goes like a half a second faster. And you're like, dude, there's no way you're on the same setup. So now he's sharing his screen with you through Discord. And you're watching that he is on the same setup. He's just that good. And then, like, it, it goes even as far as, like, there's settings within iRacing that you can change to make your computer and stuff run faster that makes you faster. It blows my mind. Like, I told Heisman, I was like, dude, you're not going to realize, how, like, you don't. You ain't gonna believe how fast this dude is, and he's like, "Shut up!" And like, he gets in there, and he's like, "Dude, he is unreal. <laughs> he's flying." So, are you just playing off the Wi-Fi, or do you got a landline running right from it? Because yeah, no, I know I just, landline runs a little bit faster. Yeah, no, I just play off the Wi-Fi, but I mean, I have an Ethernet, Ethernet, so it makes it run a little bit stronger and a little bit faster than just over the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. especially ours isn't the isn't the best. You can't even put three phones on it; it'll start breaking up, running slow. Is it Spectrum? I'll be honest. I don't know what it is. It might be. <laughs> I, I think I'm on Spectrum. Like it my, might be. My brother, well, he'll be in the other room playing the Xbox. I'm like, hey, shut it off. I've, I've said that several times. Well, That's when mom, mom's on her phone and, you know, cars start blinking. Yeah. I'm like, oh, get off the Wi-Fi. And she's like, it's not real. It's a game. I'm like, no, it's serious. I mean, it is a game. But We're glitching over here. Right? No, yeah. like, I don't think. I mean, you. I don't think people really understand how serious you take it when you, because yeah. like you're like getting on like like right now like we go home get on like that's ah, just a game. Then as soon as we get in there start racing, I'm like, what are you doing? You know, you're like you're losing it. You know, yeah. Seriously, you're gonna have to come over well, sometime. Try it out. Uh, you I, know what? I think I, I will. Gonna, I was gonna it's, suggest yeah. that. that yeah, you go over to Dalton's to and I'll race Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got a case of beer. It says I can beat you. I got two says you can't. <laughs> He's always got a one up. Man. I got four says you guys ain't beating Heisman. <laughs> no, I've spent uh, I've spent an unhealthy amount of hours in that game. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, you work five, six, seven hours a day, and then come home. And that's how you relax. Yeah, that's that's how I relax. You know, I'll sit down and you know just jump in a few races, and the next thing you know, it's midnight, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I just spent six hours on this. Got to go to bed and then do it again the next day. Which I've I've backed off on it. Oh yeah. More recently, now that I'm working on, yeah. you know, the race cars, you know, I have to deal with some stuff. But no, there was a time when we, I think the first year I got it, I probably spent <laughs> five, six hours a day on there every yeah. day of the week. Oh yeah, just wow. on there until two in the morning. I mean, that's that's fun. You know, obviously I'm a big video game type guy anyway. Yeah. But I don't know that competitive edge. You know, even when I'm not in a race car, I'm like, well, I know there's people on there racing, <laughs> so I'm gonna hop on there and see what I can do and. Then, yeah, I mean, we'll text each other and say, "Hey, I'll be on, be on here in about twenty minutes if you want to jump in." And then we'll be on there till two in the morning. And then, dang. oh, dude, it's, it's it's fun. It's a rabbit hole. Do, do you ever get anybody from the peanut gallery in your house like talk mess to you, like you suck? Because I'll be <laughs> all pl- the time. I'll be playing video games, or I'll, like I'll I'll be playing Madden, and D will walk through and she'll be like, "Dude, you're horrible. Why don't you quit? You're down two <laughs> touchdowns," or like. Call of Duty, she'll be like, "Dude, you're getting killed over and over again. Why do you even play?" I think I would have that if I wasn't. I guess I put so many hours into it. I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. fairly decent. You oh, know, okay. I've won a bunch of races on there, so I don't know. I mean, obviously the time shows. So if you got a kid on there talking crap to you, but you're at the top and yeah. they're, you know, fifteenth fastest, like it kind of goes in one ear out the other. Like eh, it is what it is. Yeah. I just want Heisman to tell the story about the time i i like went to his house and ran an official high racing midget race at lernerville oh yeah <laughs> he uh he texted me he was like hey i'm gonna come play some high racing i was like awesome i'll be here so he he gets in this race and it's obviously a setup he hasn't been on completely different than mine he has his own thing i have my own thing so he gets on there and runs a couple laps and he's like all right well, i'm gonna jump into this race i'm like oh Good luck with that. And obviously, it's something you haven't done. And he gets in there and starts ripping, and it's just like riding a bike. New setup, new wheel, everything. He's just smooth, smooth. 
he comes in this last corner, and I'm sitting behind him chirping, (laughs) yelling at him, trying to tell him what to do, and he's just kind of shooing me off, letting me do my thing, and he makes a uh, last last corner pass right under the dude within probably an inch of him and wins the race, and he gets up and starts talking a bunch of crap to me. I told you I'd win. I was like, yeah, I mean, you can't really say nothing to that. I mean, just watch it. It it was... I, if it wouldn't have been from him back there talking, there's no way I was even going to consider making that move. And I was like, I'm, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the crazy thing about it is, is if he was in a real race car, you would never in a million years make that move. <laughs> ever. Like, yeah, ever. I mean, that's how he was talking about that, you know, kind of evens the playing field, you know. Obviously, guys don't have 30 you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 into an iRacing race car. Yeah. Everyone's got the same thing. So, yeah, it's... That's what makes it a lot more competitive and a lot more people, you know, racing. You know, like us, for real races, you have to wait. You have to wait a week, or if it gets rained out, you have to wait two, three weeks to race. But there's always 10,000, 15,000 people racing at any given second. Man. Well, going back to that, so would you say you're not courageous, but, like, you're, you're more tempted to try things that you would never try in a real car because <laughs> yeah oh 100 percent. because you could slam I, into the wall and your tires would be hanging off and you hit a button and it resets it and you're good to go <laughs> yeah, Not, so yeah can, no 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 yeah. yeah that's how it is you can make more i guess daring moves or if you want to yeah. bump somebody you can easily do that knowing that all it does is say hey you hit somebody there and then you a, can reset it there was a time last year where I was racing Gas City and Heisman was racing the same night and they were parked right across from us and I was getting ready to get in the car and he was like, good luck. I said, there ain't no reset button in here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to add one. Oh, we're we're going to pause for a second and uh, let our beverage sponsor uh, hear from them. Onan Construction Group for all your exterior home improvement needs, specializing in roofing, siding, and gutters. Get a professional, quality job done at a competitive price. For a free estimate, call Trevor at 765-661-0689 or go to mononconstructiongroup.com. You've tried the rest, now call the best. Monon Construction Group, LLC. All right, we're back with Dalton and Heisman. Your thought? Dude, I love it. You love love it? it. Love racing. Love the podcast. Love Heisman. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know if Heisman heard the last podcast I was on. Oh, I, I heard it. You texted me an exact moment to go to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to listen to it. I heard, I heard it. It's a, it hey. a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we really enjoy having people like you guys on, uh, you know, people from the community, especially as young as you both are. You know, you guys got plenty of time to be impactful and each one teach one kind of thing, you know. Well, they've been doing that for a few years. Yeah. I think both of them had their, their very fine young men, upstanding. Yeah. Uh, never heard anything negative about them. That you know, kind of reminds me, I was talking about when he's racing and he's... Younger people might be chirping at him. He's ahead oh, of him. He's man. ahead of him. Kind of, kind of reminds me on the football field when Heisman's about 20 yards ahead of that guy, and he can kind of look over his shoulder and says, you ain't catching me. Yeah. <laughs> Problem was, he wasn't even running that hard. <laughs> he's coasting. Yeah, you are pretty fast, <clears throat> aren't you? Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I try to be as fast as him. And on that, and off the track. That, and that's, where he, that's where he makes up for it. He might not be able to catch me in a foot race. <laughs> He's right, right there in a the car. He evens it up. Okay. Maybe, a little fa- maybe a little faster. So, nah. so, He's like, got more wins than I do. I'm not faster than him. Uh, that, that, you know, look at the scoreboard type thing, I guess. I mean, I mean, I, I want to race against Heisman at, at some point, like one day. Just, I mean, because we do it on iRacing. racing. Like, yeah, it'd be fun to do it in person, whether he wins or I win or we, neither of us win. Like, I don't care. Yeah. It'd, it'd be fun to race against him. Like, I always wanted to race against my dad's. I got to accomplish that. I always wanted to race against my brother. I did that last weekend. Yeah, and now I'm hoping at some point I can, you know, get a race against Heisman. Yeah, you well, raced against your dad, right? Have you? No, no. Mm-mm. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? I no. Think so. I think so. No. Maybe. <laughs> it wouldn't even be a fair race. Heisman would 
So now, now wait. If you guys were to race against each other, would it be kind of like Ricky Bobby and you get the shake and bake going, or <laughs> you help each other out? I mean, I like. I it know. depends. You know, if somebody's obviously you have off nights, right? So you know, if somebody's going a little bit quicker behind you and a little friendly with them, you might block a dude and let him get under you. Uh-huh. You know, I would say like if it comes down to like me winning or him winning and i have a chance to get into him i'm just i'm not doing that right right there's this there's that respect factors you know your friends and you grew up together and you know but for i think the biggest thing like with us is like even if you are competitors i mean there's times where things get heated at the track and you know i could be parked you know over in upland and he's parked over in you know marion but you know, like if some like things are getting heated, like and you can kind of see it coming, like on the track, and like right. there's a rack, and you know things are going to get heated. Like I'm, if I'm over there, I, I'm coming down to his trailer. Like if something's going to happen, I, you know, I'm not even involved, but you know that's my buddy, and you're, you're not, yep. you know, yep. that's not going to happen, you know, as long as I have something to say about it, you know. But as far as being competitors on the track, I don't know if there's, you know, ever a moment where you're like i'm gonna knock him up out of the way so i can beat him you know if if i'm if i'm racing him i want to beat him fair and square and i I think he's the same way right have you guys got to experience any of that like like not rough like a little bit like where it's gonna gonna get heated yeah Yeah, there's you know there's every, every week you know like they say rubbin's racing which is true yeah there's also that respect thing like uh like, last week in a street stock, you know, somebody's going into a corner, and, you know, I kind of got into him and dented up his d- door a little bit. So, you know, after our heat race, you know, we go back to the trailer, and, you know, I'll walk over there and be like, hey, sorry, man, didn't mean to get into you. hope nothing's too broke or nothing you can't fix. Like, there's a – obviously, everyone knows you're going to bump and get some dents, but there's also that respecting. Like, obviously, if you cram some dude into a corner – and then act like it didn't happen. You know, obviously that's gonna that's gonna piss some guys off, right? And there's also right. like that that thing too from the driver's standpoint when you're in the car, you kind of know, you know, that was an accident. And then there's other times, you know, like okay, this dude's a, a clown. You know, he just flat destroyed me for no reason. Like I can think of uh, last year, and I don't I don't really want to say the guy did it on purpose, but I mean when you're out of control like he was it kind of frustrates you when something like that like the night i flipped i mean the guy was running the very bottom of the racetrack like he'd been doing that for as long as i could see and for some ungodly reason you're coming off of turn four right where the wall is at and Mm -hmm. the guy goes from the infield tire all the way to the wall and then you get squeezed into the wall yeah and so it's either at that point like I told you before, like he's coming from the tires and there's like, you think there's enough room to squeeze through. So it's either try to squeeze through and and get by, or you turn down and then you turn him and he hits the wall head on. And now he's probably the one wrecking. If I had to do it all over again, I would have turned into him. I mean, I I hate to say it because I would have wrecked him, but you know, there's not a 50 or $60,000 race car just junked. Right. You know, but I mean that, and for me, like at that point, I was I was ticked at that dude because I was like, you've been, you I mean you ran that line the whole race, and then I, all of a sudden you just decided, I, I'm not, I'm going to change my line right in the middle of the corner, and you know I don't know, there's stuff that I probably could have did to prevent it from happening, but as Heisman knows, when you're in the car, everything's happening so fast that it, I mean it's a split decision. I mean it's that quick. Yeah, the thing is, you know, the thing that's different, obviously, with street cars is you have no mirrors so you have to you have a helmet on you have an earpiece in and you also have to try to hear a car if he's right on you because you can't see anything so you you really have a you know split second reaction time to what's going on in front of you and hoping the dude behind you does the same thing so you don't get crammed and it's just a lot of i guess there's a lot of trust in everyone but then it's also at the same time you know obviously there's going to be guys that get squirrely or can't hold their line straight so you Reaction time's huge, and then I guess just trusting everyone not to be all over the place, or trusting somebody not to just smoke you in the yeah. back, or and pe- Z- zero chance of checking your blind spot. 
Right. I mean, yeah, people, people think. Yeah, especially you're in a containment seat, so it's got bars right here so your head doesn't move. So you really are just straight ahead, maybe a little peripheral, but you really have to, you know, hear some cars or at least sometimes you can feel where guys are, so it's a little easier, but it's it's pretty difficult to navigate. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot, I mean, a lot of people who's never raced before, and I hear it a lot, like, and, and Heisman, I don't, I mean, I'm sure he hears it. You know, when you're walking by, like, there's people sitting in the stands, and you'll hear those, you know, those people talking about, I can't believe that guy did that, or, or he can't drive, or, or, or this and that, and you're just like, like, I want to turn as bad as, like, it's hard for me to not to just turn and be like, just shut up. I mean, I, I don't disagree, but just shut up because you wasn't in the car, so you don't know what was actually happening. You've probably never drove one of these cars. You know, for example, I got into it with a race fan one day. Not, not about me or anything. We were just talking, and he was like, well, give me the keys, and I'll go turn it on, and I'll go out there. The keys? <laughs> you're all, see, you're already lost, dude. Like, you don't go flip, turn a key and start the race car. You're probably not even going to be able to move the race car, even if you do get it started. Turn you know, like, the keys. Keys are above the visor. <laughs> Sitting see, under that, the seat. That's what I like. I mean, you know, Conrad and I, we've never raced before. It's amazing because we just, we learn so much from you guys. Just little tidbits you guys throw in there. Like, like Heisman's was like, okay, you got these bars right by your head. And I, you know, you know, you, I don't know. It's just yeah. stuff us non-racing people don't even think about. No, there's, there's so much that's going on inside the car. Like sitting in the stands, you see the car going around the track. You're like, oh, they're just doing circles. Right. I mean, and from an outsider looking in, like before I started racing, like I was watching and I've told you before, like watching my dad, like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. And because they make it look so easy. But then when you get in the car yeah. and you realize, boy, there's a ton going on. It's not just going around in circles. I mean, you've got mud pelting you and like in your visor, hitting your helmet. And now you got to rip a tear off off and that you're worrying about not spinning the tires. Cause you start spinning the tires and you start going backwards. You're worrying about keeping the car straight, working to work the throttle worrying about what this guy's doing, what that guy's doing, what the guy behind you's doing. There's just so much going on. And on top of that, like last week, and Heisman knows just as well as I do, you're going through the corner, and it's like you're racing a pogo stick. I mean, like you are just bouncing up and down, and your head's ping-pong balling off the seat. and like (laughs) That sounds incredibly stressful to me. Like you're constantly analyzing every little thing, right? Oh, it's it's literally. It is. You know, you have a heat race is usually eight laps, but it feels like it's two. <laughs> yeah, just feels like it's over with. But you felt like you know you had a workout. You get out, you're sweating, trying to think about you know what you could have done differently. Then you have to get your mind focused for the next race, which will be over just like that too. And uh-huh. like, it's I'm like interested to know like. From Heisman's standpoint, like, I got out of the race car last week, and I wasn't tired because of, like, the speed of the car, but I was tired because, like, it wore me out from fighting the steering wheel and my head bouncing off the seat. Yeah. Like, I I, I seen this this article where it said how many calories a chess player burns in a chess match because, like, it, I was like, they're sitting in the chair and they're just moving a, but they burn a crap ton of calories like thinking i guess i don't know oh i at times i don't even know if i am thinking i'm just like i don't know it's hard to explain it really is like i don't know sometimes you forget to breathe not yeah seriously (laughs) oh yeah well i mean you get into a situation where obviously from my most stressful is you know starts and restarts there's everyone's bottled up together bottled up together so you're kind of just you know, that pucker factor's there for at least the first. Explain <laughs> yeah. the pucker factor, please. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just the full body tense of it. <laughs> Real quick. Well, that's how it is. The first, yeah. that's the most stressful part is first start of the two race. laps for me is because everyone's jumbled together and you don't really know what guys are going to do. You don't even know what you're going to do. You don't know what the track's doing. So it takes you a couple laps to kind of get locked in and going. And then I think that was another challenge for me in that modified last week because we're never driving it is so like a street stock like i could run 
you know, 15, 20 laps on the top and just keep going and, and never lose ground. Modified, I ran five laps on the top and started getting past it. I was like, what's going on? Well, the, the track had already changed that quick, and the preferred line went from there to there. And just my inexperience, I didn't know. So then I got passed by two or three more cars and was like, all right, screw this. So I went to the bottom and started passing cars back again. Yeah. But it is so crazy what goes on inside of a race car. Like, I, I don't even know how to I – mean, you can't explain it. Like, you can explain it, but it doesn't do it justice. Yeah. Like, no, I'm sure. What, as, as being in there, actually, and, and doing it. And, like, last week, like, it was so dusty the first five laps of the race. Like, I, like, I couldn't see from me to you. Like, I'm, I'm literally, like, so I'm not racing as hard as I can because I can't see. And I, I would considered pulling off the racetrack. And people's going to be like, well, you're just a big sissy for that. Okay, but I'm racing a sixty dollars or $70,000 race car. So unless you want to pay to fix it. Right. Then, right. you know. But so that, that was challenging. And then you add that on top of not really being able to see because your head's just ping pong balling. I mean. I don't know how much like Heisman's head was bouncing around or whatnot, but I know for me, like I was just bouncing my head off the seat about every single corner and like just guessing, like I hope there's nobody here because I mean it's rattling you that much. Where do you guys put your hands on the wheel? Are you ten and two or nine and uh, three? Depends, like that. <laughs> I mean, it so does. you're not letting go, right? You're just. I mean, my, my, I let the steering wheel kind of slide through my hands. Yeah. You know, like I'll turn, and then I'll like kind of let it slide around, and like I don't have, I don't, I don't just have a hold of it. You know, it's kind of letting so it slide like through your hands, white knuckle in it. No, no. <laughs> I mean, if you do that, you'll never make it through the race. I mean, your arms will be so tired. Jeez. Yeah, but I I can't imagine if you got you don't have a grip on them, you're hitting these ruts that's, and that's whatever. The, that's like, the thing here. You're stressed and real tensed up, but at the same time, you're you have to be super relaxed, right? Because obviously, you know whatever's going to happen is going to happen, but you can control what you can control. You're relaxed. You know, there's a lot of people that want to seesaw the whole thing. You won't go anywhere. You got to be real smooth, and you know you're relaxed. You're fine. But I always like before the race. Like I used to get. When I first started, I used to get real nervous, like so nervous that I would almost get sick. I wouldn't throw up or anything, but I'd feel sick. And then as soon as you get in the car and you buckle in and you're lined up to race, it's like it all goes away. Huh. And so now when I start racing, I line, when I line up, I like will put my head on the headrest and I, I will almost fall asleep. I'll get that <laughs> relaxed like and comfortable. And then, you know, so yeah. when you go out there, you're not all stressed out and tensed up. I mean, you're just calm and cool. And I think another cool thing about racing, just I, and I can talk about it all day. I know, um, <laughs> is like for Heisman and I. Like I'll see him; he'll be in line, and I'll come over to him and be like, you know, you don't want to run the top, or you don't want to run the bottom, or there's a big hole going into turn three, and then like he'll see me and he'll be like, you know, pointing like towards the top or the bottom. I mean, just sharing information like that is is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So. You know, in your young life, Heisman, you've accomplished some things. Where where does these uh, past uh, few wins rank? Uh, I'd have to say pretty high up there. It's, uh, um, you know, something I never thought I would ever do, going to the racetrack. And, you know, obviously I've watched his dad for years. I watched him for a couple years before I even was able to race. I never saw myself even getting into it and being like, hey, that could be me. You know, it wasn't really a dream or an aspiration or nothing. But once, you know, once we started watching, you know, all the pro races on that iRacing, once I started playing, I was like, you know, I think I could probably do this if I was able to get an opportunity. And then, obviously, bless Jeremy Jones a couple of years ago was like, hey, you know, I've got this car. I'm, I might race it part-time, you know. He's talking to my dad. He's like, would your son want to race it a couple times? And he's like, oh, I'll ask him. I was like, yeah, I'll see if, you know, if it translates a little, which obviously the cars I race on iRacing aren't even close to the cars I race in in real life. At all. At all. So it's kind of a different learning experience. But once I, you know, got my feet, you know, down and was able to turn some laps. And once you finally get comfortable, obviously it's a, now it's basically a job. You know, we have. Jeremy's car, we have a car, and then now I'm racing for another guy. So it's kind of a 
hobby slash job, but you're, I mean, every night working on stuff just for three, three hours of fun on the weekend. <laughs> Work 80 hours a week for three hours of fun on the weekend. Yep. Hopefully for three hours of fun. You don't even know if you right. go there for an right. hour and break something. Then it's, oh, yeah. You may, you may get tore up and... I mean, like, it's crazy. To, it sounds crazy, but in qualifying and stuff, somebody will do something stupid and spin out, and you'll hit them, and there's your night. You're loaded up, headed home. You you spent 80 hours all week between your, your actual job and now working in the garage, and now you're loading up, going home. Well, I think I think for us, being in Gas City, we're extremely blessed because I know guys that live in you know Lawrenceburg or three hours away that drive specifically – three hours just to race at gas city and we're we can leave at four o'clock and make it there by four thirty. right right that kokomo <laughs> yeah. i mean your dad even said it on a podcast before we're blessed we have gas city won't peel your kokomo all within 40 45 minute yeah. radius yeah. of it's gas crazy. city because there, there are guys that have huge trailers you know spend you know 200 300 just to get here to win maybe 600 if they're like right right and then have to spend that getting home that's just yeah. how much you know it really is a hobby people enjoy doing it you know you can't do it for a living unless no. you're just got major sponsors that are right. paying you right. Know. <laughs> right yeah so what's your schedule look like the rest of the year i know i have a week left i got <clears throat> this week uh me and the family are going on vacation next week so we'll miss that and then Next Saturday, not next Saturday, I guess two weeks from now, I'll race my last race at Montpelier for the season and then head back to school the next week. And football starts the 11th. So that, now that's, that's got to be frustrating, you're though, right? You're going to have to call Cause, cause off. Because you're, you're kind of you're close to where you could win the points championships, right? Yeah, I'm leading at Montpelier, and I've, I've only finished two races at Gas City, and I'm fourth. Wow. So I think what what we should do is do like the rain dance on Saturday so we can win it. <laughs> yeah, a, no. Tonight's double points, too, so a win would be nice. Yeah, yeah, a win would be huge. But, you know, at the end of the day, obviously, I knew going into it I would only be able to race half the season right. due to some, obviously, school and then football. So the points championship doesn't mean a whole lot to me other than just – Knowing that, hey, I like I could do this. Like right. I, I'm leading right now. If I finished out the year, I'd have a good chance of winning or being, you know, on the podium two or three. So I don't know. I guess it's more just me knowing, like, hey, I could do this. I really don't care about it that much. Like right. track championship, yeah. But obviously, I just just knowing I could do it is good enough for me. Yeah. Well, and that that's impressive. You know, he's school first. Let's Unfortunately, get, get that education. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But no, it is good. Well, is. that's what I mean. You guys are, yeah. We we really do appreciate you guys taking time to hang out and shoot the breeze. Yeah, with yeah, us, no problem. Yeah, I got about gonna go home, wash the car, mount some tires, and we'll be off in about two hours. There yeah, you go. I think I'm. <laughs> we'll be I'm, off. See, today's easy for me. I'm not racing until next weekend, so I get to go and and just kind of hang out, help out with what I can, and enjoy the night. So, see, you know, you hear him; he's gonna go home, mount some tires. I'm gonna go to Horner's and grab some pork chops and <laughs> some some hamburgers and hot dogs. And I'm gonna take it to the track, and we're gonna grill out, and then I'm gonna watch Heisman and another guy that I hang out with. And we're gonna watch him race, and you know, hopefully they both do really good and and so, win. So you're saying you're gonna tailgate tonight? I mean, more or less, it's what you're doing. But I mean, I'm going to be part of the like a, a pit crew. But more, oh, okay. I mean, more or less, it's there's no stress for me and all the stress for him because I mean, I mean, I mean, really. Dalton, what's your schedule look like the rest of the year? Uh, you said you're racing next week. Yeah, I'm going to race Shady Hill Speedway next weekend, I believe, and then it's kind of a right now a week by week basis. Um, just kind of see how we do, and I, I think. Uh, if I continue to do as well as I did last week in the modified, I think it'll turn into uh, something that I can probably next year do full time. So there you go. So, uh, I'm, something, I'm looking, something looking you forward can to hope it. and pray about, right? Oh yeah, right. I, I got the fingers, toes, and arms, and everything crossed. <laughs> well, fantastic. We want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Beast Prince, and uh, if you're out there looking for a realtor, give Jennifer Swanner at Nicholson 2.0 a call and. We're going to hear from our beverage sponsor again. Onan Construction Group for all your exterior home improvement needs, specializing in roofing, siding, and gutters. 
Get a professional, quality job done at a competitive price. For a free estimate, call Trevor at 765-661-0689 or go to mononconstructiongroup.com. You've tried the rest, now call the best. Monon Construction Group, LLC. All right, so uh, we got Heisman and Dalton here, both some fast, fast guys, and uh, they got some sponsors they'd love to give a shout-out to, too. I'm going to let Heisman go first. Yeah, sure, I'll go ahead. Uh, yeah, my sponsors for this year, like, you know, like I already said, are pretty local, so you know, racing at Gas City is something, but winning there is huge, and you know, it wouldn't be possible with the, my family and all the support I have from you know, LC Contractors. Irv's Card Shack, like we talked about. Uh, Mama Pearson's is always huge. Helped us out last year. Uh, the Poor House, Brandon Rock, awesome. Uh, R&R Transmission, obviously my dad, backyard builder. And then Jonesy's Lawn Care with Jeremy Jones. Uh, James Headley's helped out a ton this year. Made sure I needed what I needed to get going every week. Uh, Sky Stevens and Ruoff. And then Dudding's Heating and Cooling has helped out a ton, too. Yes, so I got uh, Tuesday Lytic with Howe Realty, uh, Brandon Roth with the Poor House, um, Sydney Reno and Connie Zirkel with Moving Real Estate, Jenny Swanner, Nicholson Realty, Tacos and Amos, uh, Caleb Crandall, Crandall Engineering, uh, Indy Racing Images, Grip Marketing, um, and man, I just had it, I missed it. Man, I always do this, I always <laughs> fold every time I get to the, the important part, Um Sky Stevens, yeah, Ruoff, yeah. I forgot. Uh, yeah. Sky and then Ryder Rose, and I, I believe that's it. If I'm missing anybody, I'm sorry. Hey, yeah. They're like us, you know, to do anything right, you got to have sponsors. So yeah. we all appreciate anybody that helps out in any way. Yeah. Bigger than you Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Yeah, we really do appreciate you guys. And, oh, uh, can't forget R&R Transmission. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we want to wish you guys luck the rest of the year. Yeah. Heisman tonight, going to go twice, so. Yeah, we'll see, hopefully. Hey, two dubs. Oh, yeah. Double dipping, we ain't tripping. That'd be big. Double dipping, we ain't tripping. That'd be pretty big. All right, man, we'll be rooting you guys on, as always. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, guys. No problem. Later. See you guys later.